It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, officially known as your mayor of PHNX and occasional Phoenix Suns game watcher while we podcast. I'm also joined by another occasional Phoenix Suns game watcher and vice mayor of PHNX, my friend, my co-host, Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. This is the beauty of PHNX, Derek, is that all of, you know, all of us who work for PHNX and cover sports, we all get to collaborate on a lot of things. We all get to know each other well, and we all are like kind of obsessed with each other's sports as well. Yes, and that so, is absolutely true. And so Derek, as he alluded to, may or may not have the Suns game playing on a TV in his background right now. And we may or may not be glancing at that every every few minutes here. I may have podcast. I may have left the TV on for Jesse so that he could watch it over. My I requested that the game be on because I didn't want to pull it up on my on my end, and I can literally just watch the TV in his background. Better yeah, that than better that than the big sign that says Jesse is wrong. Right, so, correct, correct. Yeah, this upgrade. is better, and this is uh, this is in in redemption of me putting that sign up because. You know, we just had some fun on National Jesse Was Wrong Day, but it's come and gone. I, I folded the banners up. I put all of the Jesse Was Wrong Day decorations away in the attic, and I'm ready to move on to National Derek Was Wrong Day on February 14th. But it's coming, of course, Derek. It's coming. this show <laughs> is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Uh, I have no idea what we're going to be giving away this weekend because it we are on to Super Bowl 56. I know use our code of PHNX and you will get yourself an incredible offer. But right now uh, you can get 56 to one odds on any team. I'm just going to say that one. And then if it's screwed up, it's screwed up. Let me just do that again. Okay. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and on the road to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team using our code of PHNX. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Uh, Jesse, it's uh, you know, it's it's a huge weekend again of NFL playoffs. The they were incredible to watch. Another uh two games that came down to the wire and were very enjoyable uh, to view as an outside fan. Uh, And it makes me, makes me miss the excitement of baseball. I I can't wait for baseball to come back, but I will say that the, uh, the, the sports enjoyment, the enthusiasm has been filled in my heart right now, not only by their Phoenix suns winning, but by how great these NFL playoffs have been. 
it really has been um fun to watch and and i will i will be open and admit that i i think you've done a lot more watching than i have unfortunately it (laughs) has not really happened on my end but um but i mean just just following along uh from twitter and social media and just kind of the conversation that's happening right now um it's it's incredible what is what has happened um for the nfl this postseason obviously we wish the cardinals were in there as well um but but yeah i mean sports is exciting derek and and the fact that we get to do this every day and you know hopefully within a couple months we'll have actual baseball games happening and and we can you know have cool experiences like this watching our own sports before too long 15 15 days 15 days jesse and okay all right we're starting the derek is wrong uh countdown i like yeah, it we might as we might as well fully just <laughs> also known as it. valentine's day but to us, it's, it's <laughs> national derek is wrong day. hey also it's also national derek was wrong day to my wife okay so let's she she was the og of national derek was wrong <laughs> that's day, fair yeah that, this has been going for a number of years already yeah, i guess right. but but um, you know what yeah. it's uh the playoffs they're behind us sunday is behind us jesse it is monday and you know what we do on monday we go to the mailbag Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go, wow, wow. My mailbox. Always something interesting in my mailbox. Always something interesting in my mailbox. And of course, we're getting caught up on some old questions from our requests on Twitter. And we appreciate you guys. Of course, as always, uh, our first three, that's right, three questions come from our friend and the birthday girl herself, Chris the doula. Uh, Chris on at Chris Ladula on Twitter. Chris, uh, we appreciate you. We love you, and uh, happy birthday to you, of course. Yeah, it's her big birthday weekend. Um, and her questions, I just love. So we're gonna answer all three. But her first question was based off last season. What number of wins this season, presuming a 162 schedule, uh, would be considered successful? Mm. Jesse, I'll let you start with that. That's a really good one. I think so. I mean, you're coming from 52, which is a, a pretty low bar, pretty um, low bar, sure. pretty low bar. Um, yeah, I mean, so last year, I think when I was thinking about what I would consider a success for the Diamondbacks in 2021, I was probably landing somewhere around a 500 record. Um, and I think this season we probably have at least I probably have the bar set a little bit beneath that just after really being smacked in the face by reality last year and recognizing uh, just the state of this team and, and just the lack of depth and, and just kind of the problems across the board. Um, I don't know if I would quite place the bar that high, but I, I would say, I would say 75 wins. If the diamondbacks get to 75 wins, I think that is, I mean, that's a, that's a, you laugh, Derek. That's a 23 game improvement. I am not laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I swear to God, I think you and I spend entirely too much time together during the week because well, 75 that's, that's given <laughs> 75 was my number that I selected directly. Ah, the 75 okay. was literally the number I had locked in, in my head, as far as wins, to, uh, you know, games to be successful. I think though, for me, if I'm being honest, I think I, I don't know if I would consider 75. I, I obviously any improvement is an improvement, right? So to yeah. a degree, it's going to be a success to win 20 plus more games. That's a that's actually a, a huge success, right? I think though, personally, 
uh, it's not definitely not the postseason or any kind of thing like that that would determine success. It, w- it would be a record near 500. Okay. I think if they got 80 wins, I would be impressed. I would, would consider huge. that. I would just, I would walk away from that season saying, damn, look what they were able to do with essentially the same talent and just adding coaching and, you know, having maybe some of their luck that went so bad in 2021 turned their way in 2022. Obviously, you know, I, I know the idea of them winning 30 more games is, is a bit much considering that they haven't done anything really to improve the roster, to add talent to the roster. I just still feel confident about the fact that this team vastly underperformed. And when you combine that with the changes that they made to the personnel and the coaching staff, to make the guys that are currently on the team just a little bit better, just a little bit better than they were, then I I think we could see this team easily hit that, you know, 80 game mark. I think that's a, yeah. I mean, if if the Diamondbacks in 2022 win 80 games, I mean, it's going to be a fun year. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun watching this team and and just seeing how all of that unfolds. I think the, you're absolutely right that they haven't really done a whole lot to improve the roster. And and granted, you know, when the lockout ends, I'm sure the Diamondbacks will will make a few more moves, but they're probably not going to be super significant. This is pretty close to the roster. They're probably going to carry into opening day what we already see right now. However, if Alec Thomas comes up and hits 300 and, you know, hits 15 homers and, plays a pretty good defensive center field. You could see how how things could change pretty quickly for this team, yes. right? If if yeah. Geraldo Perdomo comes out next year and continues what he showed us at the very end of last season when he came up and was really good for about 10 games. You know, it's not hard to see how suddenly your expectations could change dramatically. That's what young players do, right? Young players yeah. come up and they totally change the expectations for your team, right? Um, so I, I wouldn't say that it's impossible that the diamondbacks could come out and win 80, um, or, or maybe even more. I mean, if, if enough things go right, uh, on this roster, it's not impossible to see. And they have other guys on the roster too, who have untapped potential. Uh, I saw an article over at Fangraphs about Luke Weaver the other day. Um, and, and of course, Fangraphs, it's a, it's a bunch of, you know, stats nerds, um, which I mean, I am sort of among them in some ways, but and you um, said that very, you said that very derogatory, like as yeah. if you were absolutely in that category. I am absolutely among them. Uh, the fan, I mean, yeah, the Fangraphs people, they, they <laughs> truly know their stuff, but, uh, but yeah, they were writing about Luke Weaver and, and, um, they were honestly joking in the article about how many times, uh, they've written about Luke Weaver and how yes. many times they yeah. Affected him to I read that piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but the Diamondbacks have a few guys like that. Like Luke yeah. Weaver well, throws 96 miles an hour and he has, has all the tools. Pretty filthy changeup. Like, why yeah. is he a very mediocre back end starter every year? Right. Those yeah. kinds of things could absolutely move the needle in a way that we don't anticipate. That's it. And I mean, it's really weird because a lot of times what it takes to bring that out of guys is the the scenery change. Look at what we saw with Robert Raymond Esquire, right? Occasionally known as Robbie Ray. <laughs> so you're Bob saying Ray. we trade Luke Weaver so that he can do that with someone else. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I feel like the coaching changes 
are this organization's best opportunity to have that scenery change without these guys leaving elsewhere and getting that coaching that makes it click. Right. Yeah. I still think about Gallon saying how changing from the, the side of the plate he pitched from completely changed his ability to be dominant. Right. And all that took was somebody suggesting that he do that, him trying it and then seeing that it works. But if nobody suggests that to him, maybe he never does that because it's locked into his head that he yeah. pitches from that side of the, of the, of the mound. Right. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it, you never know really with baseball because it's just such a different fundamental uh, sport. It's it, someone's principles on one coaching staff can absolutely change a guy's career. And you hear that too. I mean, you hear guys credit people for that. Paul Goldschmidt is another guy who credited one of his coaches for changing everything about his, you know, his ability to hit at the plate. So uh, you know, I, I think that that is really going to be the biggest kind of question mark right now. I And I, I would almost understand why the Diamondbacks right now are hesitant to make many moves because of the ability of this coaching staff to potentially transform guys on the roster to, you know, to their next evolution, you know, to their final form kind of deal. Right. So mm. we'll see what happens. But uh, Chris also asks, can we please get a PHNX D-backs ban the wave shirt? Yes. The answer Ooh. is yes. The answer isn't maybe. The answer isn't I'll talk to people. Uh, yes, the answer we is haven't yes. Un- we haven't unveiled any t-shirt ideas on this show before. Mm, wow. No, we Chris, really Chris haven't. Chris got us to uh, to spill the beans, which which grant, yeah. granted, I guess this was her idea. Um, I, sure. I don't know. There's been we, a ban the wave shirt idea in the works for probably, a while now. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember it, talking about that a few months ago. But we'll just, it is we'll a just great credit idea to her. for a shirt. Yes. Yes. Uh, we'll just credit her 100% for that idea. Uh, and, you know, that's that's how it'll go. So get Chris's shirt coming soon to the phnxlocker.com. Uh, also, hey, if you're not already a member, go sign up for gophnx.com. If you haven't gotten yourself an annual membership, get yourself an annual membership, and then you'll get yourself a free T-shirt over at PHNX Locker. Maybe you wait for the Ban the Wave shirt, and that could be your free T-shirt. Who knows? But go over to phnxlocker.com, check out the shirts, check out the swag. We have those sticker packs. They're amazing. My wife tonight uh, is wearing one of my uh, son's PHNX shirts, and it looks very hot on her, I will say. Uh, but uh, also go and get yourself a membership over at gophnx.com. You can sign up to become an annual membership uh, member. You become part of the family. And like I said, you'll get that free t-shirt or you can get a month to month membership where you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. So go do that now over at gophnx.com. Uh, and Jesse, we have one more question from Chris and she wants to know what's your favorite lesser known baseball rule? lesser known baseball rules i i feel like everyone knows the rules derek i i don't know no jesse i mean did you know that weird right box are kind of strange we could talk about that here's the problem uh when we talk about all this cba stuff uh there baseball is an old-timey game uh baseball is an old-timey game and there are ridiculous rules that have actually been put into the rule book and as ridiculous as they sound, no one's actually like decided that they needed to get rid of them. So they're still in the rule book for one reason or another. Um, so I'm going to give you mine, Jesse. Okay. My, okay. my, my favorite lesser known rule, rule 3.09. 
players of opposing teams shall not fraternize at any time while in uniform. What? (laughs) (laughs) Players of opposing teams shall not fraternize at any time while in uniform. That is in the that is in the actual that is in the year that is in the actual rule book. Here's another one. Uh rule 4.03. When the ball is put in play at the start of or during a game, all fielders other than the catcher shall be on fair territory. Wait, say that one again. Uh they you have to be in felt fair territory. All all fielders other than the catcher shall be on fair territory. Oh, not that there's a logical reason why, as a fielder, you'd position yourself uh, in in foul ground, but <laughs> you just—if you wanted to, you can't do it. You can't do it, even if you wanted to. Okay, I mean, obviously, there's like, so like, I Nobody mean, fielders are allowed. Rules? Fielder, fielders are allowed to step into foul territory because they can catch foul balls. It's but you're the just standing, saying it's saying when, like, like I'm guessing when the pitcher like, is delivering right the ball. Play yeah, yeah, happens. like we're, we're okay. yeah, the okay. play is happening. Everybody's standing in their position, and everybody aside from the catcher has to pee. Apparently, in fair territory. So okay, and and to clarify, the word fraternize, which is not really one that is in my daily vocabulary, means yes. to associate or form a friendship with someone. Did you have to look at, you had to look fraternize up? It well, that's like, yeah. kind of what I figured, but like, yeah. I, I mean, fraternity, right? Like a fraternity sure. is like a, like a brotherhood thing, right? So I figured it was kind of along those lines, but yeah, like, so technically so you're, weird. you're not allowed to like talk to the first baseman when you're standing at first base as like, as a runner you know like that's what oh well well guys break that rule all the time yeah of course very talkative first baseman over the years of course um here's one more rule 2.00 an infield fly is a fair fly ball which can be caught by an infielder with ordinary effort when first and second or first second and third bases are occupied before two are out Sure. Why do you talk like this? Why is this? Why is this like yeah, this? Yeah, that one. I mean, why I did I have to all, sound like that? We've all heard the infield fly rule. Yeah. But yeah, just the the way that that's worded is pretty, is, is uh, yeah. <laughs> you can tell it was <laughs> it was written a while ago. Is this, is this. When people current? talk like this, you see? Huh? Is this like, is this current? Like, is this. Uh, these, these are technically, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if they're current. I don't know. These are technically seven rules that are, uh, yes, currently in the rule book. Okay. So again, they might not necessarily be followed. Um, <laughs> like rule 8.04, when the bases aren't occupied, the pitcher shall deliver the ball to the batter within 12 seconds after he receives the ball. Each time the pitcher delays the game by violating this rule, the umpire should call ball. I mean that's that's the that's the pitch clock, right? I mean, <laughs> that's, that's technically the pitch that's clock. That's the direction the pitch clock, that baseball is headed, really. The pitch clock does is that what it's supposed to really do, right? It's supposed to call the ball, right? It's supposed to but yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah. that is there's a there's a, a penalty inflicted and in, and that's yeah, that's how it would work. Yeah. Could you imagine if they did that? Uh, I mean, umpires. I don't I, I think the pitch clock will become a enforced part of the game. Oh yeah, no, I'm long. with you. So. I'm with you, but I'm just saying with people's lack of knowledge, if, if an umpire randomly just during a game started enforcing that rule, yeah, in a modern era oh, yeah. game. 
Well, I mean, you could you could like kick out a first baseman for talking to the base runner, right? <laughs> I mean, could you imagine the uproar that would be caused if a if uh, uh, you know Angel Hernandez was just feeling especially <laughs> spunky? You, you're gone. Head. No talking. No talking. <laughs> Done. Yeah, that would uh, cause quite the uproar. Definitely. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, Chris, and again, happy birthday to you. Uh, go on the DraftKings Sportsbook, Chris, while while you have a chance and get yourself some some birthday winnings. You can use our code of PHNX and simply for betting on any team to win. Uh, and this is going up to Super Bowl 56. You'll get 56 to 1 odds and you can bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets. Uh, if you're not a new customer, do what I did. I made some money during the conference championships. I threw uh, some I, I won some free bets from a Phoenix Suns game. Uh, DraftKings had a nice little, uh, option where, uh, you bet $50 or more and you got uh, a dollar back for every three pointer made in the game. I took that $19. I rolled that into a, uh, three leg parlay on tonight's LA Rams versus the uh, 49ers game. And I did hit, I did hit by the skin of my teeth on my three legs, turned that into 67 whole dollars that go into my pocket. Uh, that's free money. Say what you will, but I will take free $67 every weekend until the end of time. Uh, go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our code of PHNX to get those 56 to 1 odds uh, for this March to the Super Bowl 56. Uh, 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And Jesse, I, I, I don't risk a lot. And I don't make a lot, but when I win, I take my little winnings. I buy myself a nice meal. I enjoy myself, and uh, I've been doing that a lot lately, thanks to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Show. There you so, go. Shout out, shout out to the Phoenix Suns for consistently coming through. Uh, and that is a uh, pro tip I threw out for you on last week's pick of the week. But the Suns still uh, remain the best team they, the they just won again yeah we're recording here on sunday night and uh and yeah we just saw this the suns are just ridiculous but yeah you anyway. go you bet you bet on the suns you bet against the coyotes you'll make yourself some money have yourself a great weekend over at the DraftKings sportsbook app that seems that seemed mean-spirited i didn't feel like i needed to dig on the coyotes there but um <laughs> i also made money betting against the coyotes so uh, that's something i'm just telling you you can do uh we got one more question on this mailbag monday and it comes from our buddy Kyle Collins at Kyle Collins five on Twitter. Uh, and this is a question we've been asked. I'm sure we've answered like 10 times. Uh, how much of a difference do you think the new members of the coaching staff will make hoping for major improvements on the pitching end of things? Uh, and so I actually wanted to propose this question to you, Jesse, but I wanted to ask, and I know there's no way for us to quantify this, right? There's no way yeah. with, without these uh, coaches having coached a single member technically officially of this team yet, um, I, I, I guess we could speculate, or I'm, I'm wondering who do you think will have a bigger impact on, I guess, their aspect of the game. Do do you think we will see a bigger improvement out of, out of the pitching, uh, with, with Brent Strom coming on and taking over the pitching staff? Or do you think Joe Mather will have a bigger impact on the team offensively with the bats? Is Am I supposed to be able to answer that? Like, is you that... are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> you can give your best guess, I guess. You know, you know what both of these guys have done in their past, and I think you also sure. know the shortcomings of this team. 
it, it I guess it is hard to say because both they're have both, a put, they're, they both yeah, have potential. They're both, they're both good coaches, and I think they're both going to make a positive impact. I don't know if I can really, with any authority, say you know which of the two will have a bigger impact. I don't know if it's really possible to distinguish you know the the impact that they'll each have from each other. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think they're they're both uh, they they both seem like great fits for the job, and and we've talked about that in the past. And I mean, I guess to if, if I'm going to give an answer to this question, even though I'm not really sure I can, if I have to, I guess I would maybe say the pitching side uh, just because Brent Strom is Brent Strom. And uh, right. I mean, there's a reason that uh, we were kind of gushing over the the thought of having Brent Strom as the Diamondbacks pitching coach before it even happened. Um, and now that it has happened, it's, it's really pretty exciting. So, um, so yeah, I mean, he has the name cred. He has the credentials of, you know, making Dallas Keuchel, helping Dallas Keuchel be as good as he was, helping Justin Verlander age as well as he did. So that's where I would lean if I had to answer the question. But I still think the question is slightly impossible. <laughs> it, it is slightly impossible. It's kind of like predicting what we think the team is going to do next year. It's easy to say, uh, predicting it, you know, that they're going to be a little bit better, but not much, right? That's an easy prediction, right? But this team wasn't even expecting to be this bad this season, right? This 2021 season was a disaster, even as far as mediocre aspirations were concerned. Uh, I think everybody kind of had around 500 on their mind. And this is with a San Diego Padres team that did not do well in the division, right? So right. It, imagine if the Padres were as good as they could have been or were, or were thought to have been last season before the season started. I think they'll They're, be good next year too. I mean, that, yeah. that's another podcast for another time or this year, I guess I should say that that's another podcast, but I don't, I don't think the Padres are, you know, a failed experiment that is not correct going to come back and, you know, be a, a pretty formidable team this year. So we'll, right, we'll get right. to that at some point though. But this whole thing. Yeah. Is it, it, it already seems like, like, like I said earlier, when we're talking about what we would consider be, to be a success, I mean, if we hit 75 wins, that'd be great. But I still wouldn't be, you know, singing the praises of this team. And I think deep down inside, 75 wins would probably be a little bit of a letdown for me. So that's why I have probably a hard time saying like, yeah, I'm confident that I would find that to be a success. After all is said and done, I think I would have a hard time finding much less of 500, you know, to, to be a success because I still feel like, this team is comprised of really good athletes. And I think the pitching staff is outstanding for that reason. I, that's why I agree with you. I think the pitching staff has really not lived up to their potential more right. than the current roster. As far as hitting goes, I do think Joe Mather is going to kind of, he, he's going to have an impact that even though he did what he did with Cincinnati, it, it's going to be like one of those, wow, what happened with the D-backs? They're really, you know, their bats really woke up or maybe there's yeah. some consistency there. And, and it's not going to be a surprise. It's going to be because of the changes up at top. But I think Brent Strom's ability to not only make the younger guys better, he can literally do it for Madison Bumgarner. What you mm -hmm. said about his ability to extend Justin Verlander's career. And again, not only have that 
uh, I think ability to handle someone of Madison Bumgarner's kind of attitude, right? I'm not yeah. saying he has a bad attitude. He's just a weird guy. He walks to the beat of his own drum for sure. Yeah. And yeah, you know, he's I a think... little hesitant, I think about what some of the coaches in Arizona told him when he first sure. got here. Absolutely. And so and Brent Strong brings a certain there. level. Yeah. Brent Strong brings a certain level of, you know, credibility that I think mad bum will be a lot more willing to listen to. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. So, uh, and, and it's for that reason, I think that his stretch, uh, from from the top because again there's not a lot of guys you could have brought on that is going to get mad bum to sign on you know he's not going to he's going to see that it's yet another change another coach another new philosophy has to deal with and probably already think how he's going to just stick to what he's been doing rather than you know again taking on new coaching advice from somebody else that mm. he doesn't respect or doesn't trust uh, Brent is probably one of the few guys that that they could have gotten that will do that. So it, it's for that reason I think that he'll have the biggest impact on okay. on his section of the game. But like you said, it's ridiculous to try to quantify it. I just thought <laughs> again we've we've talked at, at length about what we feel like this coaching staff is going to do. Um, sure, you know it's just now a matter of getting them on the field to see them start doing it. Uh, yeah. I, I know that so many of the guys are here in Phoenix and I know that I can only imagine how they are chomping at the bit to, to get out. And like, I, that's another thing I wonder, like, are they allowed to go out to salt river fields and work out? Are they allowed to be there mm. at the training facility? Even if like, not, not as a part of an organized workout, but can they go there and utilize the facility as a member of the organization that's and a good, work out that's and a stuff? Or do they have to go work out and like their own, gym or their own place i would think that so as far as i'm aware guys who aren't on the 40-man roster the lockout means nothing for them like it's it's business this is business as usual so yeah guys who are on the 40-man roster though i would guess that like the major league facilities they're used to using they probably don't have access to but i mean a lot of these guys in the offseason have you know their own personal trainers their own uh, gym space you know they kind of do a lot of their own stuff um, so we'll we'll still have pitchers and catchers reporting just none of the pitchers and catchers from the 40 man yeah it'll yeah, be if the really lockout doesn't weird. get settled we'll have to yeah. get more clarity on exactly what a like a spring training minus the 40 man roster guys looks like because that is that is a, a hard thing to try to understand well, it looks uh, like, like I'm they, getting in my car and driving out to Salt River Fields, Jesse Friedman, because uh, there you go. I will There's personally investigate this. Right? Yes, I guess <laughs> it's the way we're going to have to do it. I, I suppose it's that time of the year. I need to dust off my car and uh, drive out to the spring training facility again. So, so. but before we before we finish uh, on the Joe Mather point you were making earlier, just about what he did in Cincinnati, what he could do here, uh, a random stat that I recently uncovered. Uh, while writing an article, actually, um, which you should be able to get at gophnx.com, potentially by the time this show drops. Um, well, we'll see exactly when it releases on, on Monday or Tuesday of this week. But um, so the Diamondbacks, as of April 30th last year, Derek, so after the first month of the season, the Cincinnati Reds were tied for the most runs scored in the National League. Do you want to guess what team they were tied with 
for the most runs scored in the National League. It was the Cincinnati Reds, and it was one other team. You're not going to guess the Diamondbacks, but it was the Diamondbacks. The no. Arizona, the Arizona Diamondbacks, no. and the Cincinnati Reds, where Joe Mather was the hitting coach. Those two teams, I think they each had 136 runs, uh, uh, runs scored after the month of April, um, which was really incredible. The Diamondbacks' offense last year uh, was insane to start the season, and that's why they were actually pretty good uh, through the first month of the season. Um, but more, more on this in, in my article at go PHNX, you guys will, will see what I'm turning this into, but that was one of the most staggering things I came up with and kind of a fun connection with, uh, with Joe Mather over in Cincinnati. Fantastic. Fantastic. And yes, please, if you aren't already, please go, go over to gophnx.com, sign up to become a member, get yourself a free t-shirt at the PHNX locker, check out our wonderful designs. Hopefully you fall in love with them like we have, and you stick around and buy them all because, that's essentially what my closet is becoming. Uh, we thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Uh, you can get us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show for which for you to leave us questions for every mailbag Monday is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, please, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, subscribe to us there if you haven't done so already. And please, Leave us a five-star review. We appreciate it and we love you for it. Uh, also, jump over to YouTube if you haven't subscribed there. Sign up for notifications to PHNX Sports. That way you don't miss any of the content our PHNX team is putting out. It's a lot of content. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we, we do it for you. We do it to make sure you have plenty to watch, plenty to, to discuss, plenty of places for you to vent your frustrations or cheer your wins. Uh, we know how things go with Arizona sports, and we are here to cover it all for you. Uh, as a fan, as a member of your family, uh, we appreciate you guys being a member of our family. So again, sign up over at gophnx.com. Uh, use our code of PHNX over at DraftKings Sportsbook. That way you get those wonderful deals that they're putting out with those 56 to 1 odds. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you guys tuning in. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.